Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Siddiqui Ramblings. It's Basit Siddiqui here. And it's Sid Siddiqui here. Uh, Umar Siddiqui here. This week we asked the question, what makes you happy? We had a few responses, just going through some of them. Sharon Dublet, the sunrise makes me want to jump up and down. Nikki, a baby in a trolley smiled at her. People smiling at you, always makes me happy. Eleanor, uh, unex- unexpected nap. Unexpected nap. <laughs> I love that one. Yeah. Yes. And uh, some for kids and grandsons. Now, just focusing on Eleanor, unexpected nap. This leads me to uh, thinking about things that make you happy, but that are unexpected. Okay. Yes. So, on a day-to-day basis, there are things that make you happy, but you expect they, they're part of your life, and that will put a smile on your face. Mm. But to me, like true happiness comes when it's like something that happens that's unplanned. Uh, completely out of the blue, uh, a nice surprise, something like that. Yeah. And I was uh, reading the paper the other day, and uh, there's a company that actually did a survey about the unexpected things that people find that puts a, a smile on people's faces. Those things like unexpectedly finding money, uh, your favorite song coming on the radio. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting a refund that you thought was a bill. Uh, hearing from an old friend unexpectedly, compliments from a stranger, uh, realising it's the weekend, uh, being made a cup of tea or coffee, your favourite film comes on TV, uh, winning a scratch card, and picking up the last product on the shelf. Yeah, that's a good one, that one is, because I often, um, I, when I go late shopping sometimes, uh, everybody's bought the good, decent stuff, and usually, you know, the pieces left. And it usually is um, watermelons for me. I don't know, for some reason, they're very popular. When I go, there's only a little one, a runt of the, the crap is left. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's still all right, because the melon is still there. So that does make me happy, at least there's one for me. Okay. Yeah. Do, do you end up buying that melon, though? Yeah, I do buy, yeah. Is it a sympathy buy? Are you buying it because it's the last no, one? I think it's almost, oh, thank God I got one. Never mind if it's more. It's like when you're searching for Easter eggs and there's only one left and you're glad to get it, even if maybe mangled up just a little bit. Very true. I, that actually reminds me of, you know, when I go shopping and I like my deli chicken, you know, you're like cooked chicken. And the thing that makes me the happiest and it's difficult to get is when you go at the right time, you're talking about five-ish, six-ish to like Tesco or Asda and they've knocked the price down on the chicken and then I'll get all the chicken. The best is when, um, and it's happened to me a couple of times in my local place, where I'm getting chicken, and I'm quite polite. If chicken is full price, I'll pay. I'll pay full price. Yeah. But I normally go at five ish to try and get discount chicken. Yeah. And the other day, the lady, I'd put two bits into my basket, and then asked for some nuggets, and she said, "Oh, these are going to go down in price soon." <laughs> and I go, "Oh, that's great." And she goes, "Yeah, I'll knock these down for you." And then she like looked into my basket, and she goes, "Oh, I'll knock those ones down in your basket as well." Oh. I was so happy, man. Yeah. Honestly, I basically bought double of everything because <laughs> yeah. of that. She was a little disgusted afterwards. But that, I remember walking out really happy after that. You probably feel very good about yourself out of that. Yeah, know? definitely. And it's, uh, it's it's that kind of thing, really. Yeah. It's like a small victory. Yes. And it's, we all yeah. need those. Yeah. And it's always usually when there is a financial benefit to it, isn't it? Mm. Because you know my way of hoarding things when they're on special offers. You remember the, the splendor, the boxes and boxes of it. 
Yeah. And that was the same thing. Because they will slash the price to half sometime, mm. unexpectedly. And you go there, say, oh my God, yes. So fill the basket up with that one because you know the next week it'll probably go up again. Have you ever gone to uh, a shop with the intention of buying like your weekly shop and then just come home with a year's supply of something <laughs> and forgotten everything else? Yes. It sounds like that's kind of what happened. That's right. Well, the reverse has happened for me because, uh, you know, when I was, uh, did the wall and the blocks were about pound forty, and I sort of hummed and hard at her, oh, they were too expensive, but, yeah. but I'll buy one day. So two weeks later, <laughs> when I went to pound fifty mm-hmm. at pound forty-five. Now, that's a considerable amount because I wanted about four, five hundred of those. Yeah. So all of a sudden, from what I had ended up paying about £60 extra. And I was kicking myself for not <laughs> buying when I said yes. I should have bought. <laughs> That's kind of like the equivalent to stocks and shares, isn't it? You like, uh, yeah. <laughs> you like hold out, don't you, for right. the for the right moment? But you just misjudged that one. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Story of my life. Yeah. I buy this drink called <clears throat> Nourishment. It comes in a can, it's like a milk drink. We all know what Nourishment is, yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, and uh, for some, for a while now, it's been on this special price of <laughs> one pound. Excellent. Usually, I think it's about one pound thirty nine. Oh my god! But the flavour that I love is the vanilla flavour, and for, for as long as I can remember, now it's been on a pound, and I'm just waiting for the bubble to burst on this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I've like try and stock up a lot, but these cans they they occupy quite a bit of space in your fridge. Yes. So there's a cupboard in my kitchen. Next time you're in my house, don't look at the cupboard. <laughs> Which cupboard are we talking? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. Actually. Yeah. It's not even in the kitchen. Don't they have end of use date on them? Before I, I think this kind of drink has got, it's got that many preservatives and it's oh, like yeah. in a, because it's in a can as well. It's a drink, there's not many drinks that come in can like that kind of yeah, milky yeah, 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 yeah. That's wicked. <laughs> Speaking of which, that kind of food, another thing that makes me happy is you know, when you get like a flapjack, you remember me and you used to always get those thick flapjacks yeah. which have really thick chocolate on. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's when you get one with like a extra bit of thickness on the end. You, you savour that, don't you? Yeah. You really savour. You Something like, almost deformed, but yeah, exactly. got more chocolate on it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's the jackpot, that is. When it comes to flapjacks, the flapjack jackpot. Yeah. The flapjackpot. <laughs> and you want to tell people about it. You want to tell about it. You, you want to share your good news as well, don't you? Look at look at this flapjack. It's gone. It's got extra bits. It's got extra bits on it. <laughs> it really sums up the human nature. I mean, we're only talking about small amounts of things. Yeah. But really, you really, really feel great about it. Yeah. You, know? you think that somebody up there or the nature's done you a great favour. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. <laughs> there, I mean, not getting too philosophical, but most of the time, life can be quite dreary and there's a lot of things that can like set you back. Yes. Yeah. And every now and then something happens which makes you think the laws of the universe are working in my favour. Yeah, and you need that. Mm. You yeah. do need that. No, you do need that. I mean, another thing for me is just making the traffic lights. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Especially if I'm late for somewhere, which I often I think have. you're right, yeah. I notice it so much more when you ha- when you hit every traffic light. For my way to work, when I go to work, I, in fact, I'll count it. I hit one pedestrian light, one crossroad traffic light, then another cro- pedestrian light, then another crossroad traffic light. Get all the way to the end of the A52, so like another set of traffic lights there, then more and more traffic lights. So I could hit six different mm-hmm. traffic lights. And obviously, when you get green days, it's the best day yeah. ever. You're yeah. just gliding <laughs> through. But then if you get caught on one red traffic light, forget it. That could add another 15 minutes mm. to your journey. And the sad law, the, the red 
will happen the day that you are in a hurry. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Talking of um, getting things for nothing or the pleasure that you get out of something small as that, I used to know many years ago a work colleague, and he used to go on holidays, but he used to win them through competitions. And I was talking to him, I said, why on earth you do, you spend a lot of time, you buy magazines and papers to do that. Wouldn't it be easier for just pay for it? He said, no, no, no. Sir. The enjoyment I get when I do a winning and get a win is just enormous. Yeah. It's like going to holiday, just a sort of bit of a, mm-hmm. bit of a, a side to it. But yeah. winning it, he said, was brilliant, which I just couldn't understand that. But it makes sense, isn't That's it? That's quite cool. But you're, you're getting something for nothing almost. Mm. That's wicked. Have you ever won anything on the competition? Uh, I used to enter the, uh, the Derby Evening Telegraph crossword competition. Oh, yeah? Uh, no, I don't think I ever won anything. Do you win prizes from that? You do win prizes. They used to do this bit. It's not the crossword. It's the one where you match the numbers against the letters. Oh, yeah. And so you do that. And once you've completed it, there's like six... Uh, there's a box of... Uh, there's a column of like six boxes at the bottom with the corresponding code in it. And that spells out a word. Oh, yeah? You just text that code to a number. Yeah, and I think it was a hundred pound prize. I yeah, used to do that. Cool. Yeah, never won. But I mean, if if I had won that feeling of euphoria, yeah, it'd be like nothing because it's, that's, that's something that you earned. Just earned, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. But I mean, uh, the other thing is with these uh, this poll that was done is a lot of these you haven't really unnecessarily earned any of these things that happen, like your favorite song coming on the radio. Probably didn't earn anything to <laughs> no. get your favorite song played on the radio, did unless you? you rang in and requested it. But yeah, yeah who does that? Mm. It is wicked when you get a song that you like on the radio, though, isn't it? It is cool. Yeah, it's one of those random events, isn't it? That mm. comes in your way and you you enjoy it. I think yeah, that's nothing paid for it or nothing lost yeah. over it. That yeah, absolutely. And especially the case when you're stuck in a traffic jam. I remember once I was stuck in a traffic jam and uh, Tears for Fears came on the radio. And it was unexpected to hear Tears for Fears on that particular radio station. Brilliant. Because they were playing quite contemporary music. Yeah, yeah. And it just made it made my day. Because it, up, to, up till then it was like artists that I didn't even know who yeah, they were. Yeah, then bang. And then bang, Tears for Fears. Um, was it Everybody Wants to Rule the Everybody, World? Yeah, it was. Yeah. That, I bet you belted that, didn't oh, you? Yeah. yeah, that's good. Man. And then the traffic jam cleared. <laughs> yeah. And I thought something's happening here. Something is happening. Yeah. Someone's looking out for you. Someone's really looking out for you. Yeah. It's similar to that time, but on the opposite of that, where you were, have, were having a bad day, and you <laughs> looked up to the sky, and there was a cloud, and that cloud was giving you the middle yes. finger. <laughs> yeah, my obscene cloud. Yeah. Have you heard of this? <laughs> yeah, I think you went to. Mm. Well, all right. Okay, I now I know what day I'm going to have. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that kind of set the tone for the rest of the day, really. Even if nothing really bad happened, I was kind of waiting for something bad to happen. Yeah. Because... Nature had stuck its middle finger up at me. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like when you see one magpie, isn't it? Well, seeing one magpie by itself is already one for sorrow. Yeah. But then when you keep seeing one magpie, you think something really bad is going to happen. Yes. And I was seeing a lot of single magpies last week. And I, I, I remember to the point where I was thinking, yeah, I've seen a lot of single magpies. And Ofsted called this week. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So there's some truth to the whole yeah. magpie thing. Are you too superstitious that way? I'm not for everything, but... Uh, yeah, I am for magpie. Magpie, yeah? What else? Uh, I tend to get confused with uh, superstition and what you should and what you shouldn't do. Because I thought for a while that walking under ladders 
is good luck. Yeah. Idiot. What's wrong with it? <laughs> but nothing bad ever happened to me. Yeah. I deliberately, I would take, go out of my way to walk under a ladder because I thought it was good luck. You couldn't have got that more wrong though. It's the exact opposite. You're, it's so unlucky to walk under a ladder. Well, I know that now. I suppose it's unlucky from a practical point of view because if somebody's working on the end, they drop a brick yeah. and you're walking underneath, then obviously that's, uh, that proves the point, I suppose. Yeah, but superstitions have got nothing to do with actual events happening, have they? They're weird. Yeah, yes, that's true. Like a black cat crossing your path. That's not going to physically do you any harm, is it? No, it's just no. unlucky. Yeah, lucky. I have, I deliberately actually sometime create my own things that, then I become superstitious about them. Yes. Have you, uh, uh, the typical example you mentioned, traffic lights earlier on. For, for a while, I used to have this thing that if there is something not working out for me, mm-hmm. or there's some illness in the family, or something bad, but it's not, you're not sure what the outcome would be. Mm-hmm. And if I was near the traffic lights and they changed to red before I got there, that was bad for me. Yes. But if they stayed green and I drove through it I felt so great that that whatever the problem was will yeah. get resolved yeah that's really nice to hear you say that because yeah. I've definitely done that really? before with traffic lights and I distinctly remember once as well <laughs> uh I was at the gym and I was on the rower and there was a plane in the uh, we were rowing and there was a window there and I could see a plane out of the window and I was, I was looking at the rower and I was going, if I don't get to a thousand meters by the time that plane gets out of sight, something bad is going to happen. And it, and it was, yeah. there was something, I can't remember what it was. Someone was ill, a friend of mine was ill and I said, such and such won't, will struggle to get better or something like that. Mm. And it like really pushed you hard. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember thinking that. So I didn't know that, that was in everyone's brain. Why didn't no, everyone's brain? I didn't, I didn't know that, but I definitely did. Yeah, that. you do that subconsciously probably. Yeah. Another thing that happens to me is that if I have some chores to do, which are really bad to do or yeah. difficult mm-hmm. or hard work, for instance, completing your tax returns, yes, and then you relate that somehow with something that you, when you're driving or walking, you, you see that, and that triggers that off, oh my God, I've got to do this. Not necessarily tax return, but it could be anything, that, yeah. which is, you know, you have to do what you've been putting off for one reason or another. Mm. And then... The, once you completed it and then you hit that spot again, that reminder comes out. Of yeah. You. It makes it a really, really wonderful feeling that, yes, I don't have to worry about that. I've done that now. Yeah, that's it, really true. It, it, I know these things are difficult to explain. They're really, yeah. But they are in your conscious or mm. subconscious. Yeah, I can articulate that actually as well. There's um, <clears throat> a period in a school teacher's year where it's really full on where there's coursework deadlines, there's exams looming, there's this, that and the other, and there's a stressful time. Uh, and usually when I'm driving home, I drive past like a roundabout and there's a pub there and stuff. And I think uh, in, a, in a week or two, I'll be driving past there on the way home, knowing that none of that is an issue now yes, because it's yeah. all sorted. Yeah. And you really, you work for those moments. Absolutely. You really work for those moments. And sure enough, Every summer, summer holidays come, and then you're driving past that bit, and you're thinking, "Yeah, mm. you've done it. Yeah, yeah you've done it. it." It gives you great feeling, doesn't it? It really yes. does. Yeah. And the other one, sort of similar thing, is when you not had a holiday for a long time, ages, mm. and then you book something, and that day is approaching, and that gives you a really, really nice and warm feeling as the time approaches. Yeah. Because um, sometimes you're driving or walking, you think about that. Yeah. 
uh, with, without even knowing, not deliberately, yeah. without knowing, thinking, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going on holiday. And that gives you a really warm and nice feeling, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. But have you always been like that, though? Like, would you say holidays is a thing for you? Holidays is... But not the actual going on holiday. You said something that really resonates with me. It's like things that signify that your work is finishing or a big task is coming to an end. Mm. Like, say, when you're, say... I know you like doing DIY, but admittedly, there must be times where you're thinking, I'm going to save this job to the last because that, for me... Will signify that everything yes, is in. Yeah. Okay. But it's very interesting the way that you guys are speaking, especially you, Dad, when you... Oh, what, what, it's kind of like a self-induced... Oh, uh, what's the word? Chance. It's, it's, you're trying to say what I do will influence something yes, later yeah, on. Yeah. yeah, almost you put yourself... Give yourself a target. Yeah. Not necessarily target, but some emission, yes. isn't it? It's yeah. a mission. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. And then you have got to complete and you put yourself under great pressure. And yet nobody's there yeah. bothering you or no. stressing you about it. I used to do this a lot when I was revising for my GCSEs. Yeah. Rather than actually sit there and revise, I used to look at the bin and go, right, if I can throw this ball into the bin, then I'll get this grade or I'll, I'll do well in this. <laughs> yeah. And it'd be like two out of three. <laughs> three out of five. <laughs> Yeah, and it's that kind of willing your luck to change. Yeah, 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 definitely. And going back to the whole um, unexpected things that make you happy. Yeah, these things are unexpected, but does a part of you try and balance the probabilities in your favor? So the example I'm going to use here is like one of the examples is realizing it's the weekend. Okay. Yeah. There are things that you can do on an almost subconscious level subliminal level mm. to trick your brain into thinking that it's not the weekend so when it is the weekend you can uh, Be, you, remind you yourself relish it. Yeah. yeah so I'm talking about leaving your alarm clock set for a waking up <laughs> at the same time even yeah. on a weekend the feeling that you get from having, being able to have a lion on a Saturday because you've tricked your brain by leaving your alarm clock yeah. set I like that. Yeah, uh, yeah that's weird, that is. But yeah, weird, isn't it? <laughs> me, me and you are very different like that. I never, like, I constantly set my alarm for yeah. half six, but the amount of times I wake up to that alarm yeah. is very rare. You wake up I'll, before. I'll be wake up, waking yeah. up, and it's the days where it's like quarter past six, mm. and you look at it and you think, oh, crap, I've got to get up in 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that feeling that when you look at your clock, and it's half two yeah. in the, at night. You think, I've got so many hours left. Yeah, yeah, that's this a great feeling. The best yeah. feeling yeah. ever, yeah. yeah. I can turn over. Yeah. It's so nice. And you shouldn't discount those feelings as well because they, they are nice feelings. Yeah, they? Yeah. They have. they really are. Talking about um, things happen in the night, have you ever noticed if you wake up in the middle of the night, your mind, how sharp it is? You can see things clearly. Mm. And that's the danger with me sometimes. I dwell on it too much and then sleep is gone completely yeah and i've got to almost fight that urge that my mind is really active at the moment and you know um, even the difficult of the problem during the day becomes so resolvable Mm. yes for me Uh, uh, do you experience that so that when you wake up in the middle of the night middle of the night and if there was something bothering you yeah that just becomes very clear yeah okay I think it's because your mind is focused. There's no disruption. There's no distractions at that time, perhaps. I don't know. Is it just me? I think that, I think everyone experiences that, but at different times. For me, it's not that time. You, you see, I think part of the problem why when I wake up at six 
is that that's when all of my problems and worries come to oh, light. That's yes. the time when I'm like, okay, I've got this to do. I've got to get this done. <laughs> oh, crap, I've got to get this done. And then there's no chance of me going back to bed. But the good thing about me is the second my head hits the pillow, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. It's like I know that I'm done for the day. Whereas I think Mel's the opposite to that. Mel will take so long to get to bed because she's worried about yeah, whatever she's yeah. worried about. And it can be the smallest of things. But then she's a bugger to get up. Because she's in that she's deep tired, sleep, yeah, so it's yeah. the other way around. Yeah. It's strange how everyone's slightly different in terms of that, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, to me, waking up in the like early hours of the morning, I can never solve a problem that's already weighing on my mind. What that time is good for is thinking of new ideas to things. Mm. It's a very creative, fertile time for new things. Mm. It's not a good time to be solving problems that you already have, I don't think. No. Because you just dwell on those. Yeah, yeah. Fret on those. Yes. Uh, but if... You get the ideas like, at three o'clock in the morning, write them down, honestly. New ideas. Yes, yeah. 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 What else have you had, Omar? So what else have we got? Uh, <clears throat> compliments from a stranger. Uh, this this one's good. Unexpectedly finding money. Again, going back to it, unexpectedly. Do you think there's anything that you can do to make you unexpectedly find money? Like, this This leads me to, like, think that, you know, people with short memories, yeah. are they often surprised because they've just forgot? Yeah, or people yeah. who misplace things. Yeah. So people who misplace money, you've got that initial annoyance of, oh, where the, what the hell did I do with that ten pound note? Yeah. But then that's going to develop. That's going to come back as a nice surprise later on when Absolutely. you do find it. Yeah. If you ever find it. If yeah. you ever find it, yeah. or if you manage to forget it mm. as well, because I wouldn't forget it. I'll probably keep searching until I do find yeah. it, or not find it, but find realize what had happened. Because what happens with me often is I will spend some money and not remember that I've done that. And then next time I go into my wallet and say, I had a fiver in there. What happened to that one? Yeah. And then that really eats into me that what happened? Because I can't count for it. Have I spent it or have I lost it? That's the bit worrying bit. And when I realize that, oh, I know what I did. I paid for car parking or bought a a newspaper or chocolate or whatever. And that was a change. And then I feel great after that. Yeah. yeah, but until that happens, I am in a turmoil. Yeah, because you're even though it's only five pounds. Yeah, but you're convinced that you've lost that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had that before, definitely. Aside from uh, something nice happening to you, I have. I also get a nice feeling by doing something to some for somebody that they will find unexpected. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, I think you get just as a, a nice feeling from that as well, like kind of like a spontaneous philanthropy almost. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you remember once when uh, you asked me to buy a barbecue from somewhere? Yeah. And I bought it to my house. And I thought, I'm going to sample this and just wheel it into Dad's house. And I remember Dad was really happy that I'd done that. You would be well to well, I would like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, yeah. It's, go- like, it's going the extra mile, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It is, yeah. It's really nice. If someone goes the extra mile mm-hmm. and has made the effort for you, yeah. then people love that. That's really nice. Yeah. But what do you feel about, when you're out on the streets, do you ever feel like, oh, I'm just going to do something... I don't deliberately think that way, but if it, it, it happens, uh, I mean, I remember it was around about Christmas time and I was walking down the street, high street, and I think I was with, I can't remember whether it was one of you or might be one of my brothers, it was yeah. some years ago now, and there was this girl, a youngish girl, probably about 14, 15, mm. full of life Joy bouncing up and down, and as she ran, she dropped some money on the on the floor. Yeah, I think it was ten pound or something like that. Yeah, big money. Mm. Oh God, yeah. 
Anyway, so I picked it up and chased her all the way because she was almost hopping and running mm. all the way down to the high street bottom where she stopped for the traffic. I said, yeah. you drop this 10 pounds. Mm. She said, oh my God, this is the, this is the pocket money my dad gave me. Yeah. And I'm just going for some, with some friends to have some peace and stuff. Oh, thank you so much. She gave me a big hug. Oh, that was you. an amazing feeling. I mean, I could have easily, you know, chased her and couldn't find her. I was like, oh, right. Obviously, she doesn't want Yeah, to. it's almost like, yeah, I've done my best. But yes. yeah, you went for it. Yeah, that's good. That is good. Because, I mean, some of these, you could be the participant. You, you could be the person who compliments. So, a compliment from a stranger. You could be the stranger yeah. that compliments somebody. Yeah. yeah. Have um, you ever gone out your way to compliment someone? Uh, like uh, like a female, uh, yeah, I've, yeah. But that's more <laughs> for like my own prurient interest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just complimenting somebody at work. I mean, do you ever get compliments at work? Uh, like, that's a nice aftershave you're wearing, or uh, you're no. less smellier than normal, or something. <laughs> I usually get backhanded compliments. Yeah, like you. Oh, you shaved. <laughs> you, yeah. Oh, you shaved today. Yeah. I get that yeah, one yeah, a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there's something different about you. Yeah. 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 Oh, you shouted today. <laughs> well, that, that's that's yeah. just you're absolutely right. That's a backhanded compliment, yes. isn't it? They're it they're obviously saying that it's a rarity mm. for you to look that smart. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Complimenting is difficult. It's difficult to compliment. It's, I think. Yeah. How do you go about complimenting? Yeah. It depends who you're complimenting yeah. as well. I think a good compliment is where it's implied already. Where you're, it's just a subtle thing, mm. like it's just like just like casually saying to someone that, well, I know you're all right with this, or I I have faith in. It's almost like you're saying that you have faith in that person, yes, but yeah. because you're so matter of fact and just casual mm. about it, that in itself speaks volumes, yes. I think. And I notice kids, students, yes. really appreciate that, that you've got the confidence in them, and that when you're having a conversation with them, I go, yeah, do that thing, you know what you're doing with that, mm. and they really because they feel like you've given them that that confidence and that control yeah. in terms of doing that task and then they'll yeah. do it and it's a nice little it's, I wouldn't say it's a strategy it's just it's something that I've just noticed that kids react to it so much better I think you're right it's yeah. the age thing kids certainly and uh, also there's a, a way of there's a proper way of paying a compliment did you know that certainly in work situation yeah. if somebody's done a good job for you you don't say that is brilliant but you never say the no, but ever. no but you always end up with a positive note. If you have to say but, you start off with that. Yes. And then finish with a, a nice thing. Okay. Yeah. So it was a difficult task, but you made amazing work of yes. it. Yeah. That rather than say, yeah, it's all right, but it could have done better. Yeah, so you that, can't that's, do that. Can that you? That's a, so there's a way of doing that as well. Mm. Um, but just plainly saying thank you to somebody, I think that means nothing. Well, yeah. You'd rather not say anything in that case. Why? What do you mean? You know, if, if you're making a, somebody's done a lot of work, yeah, and you'll say, "Oh, thank you for that. Thank you very much." Yeah, that is not the right way. Of yeah, but you then have I... to add a few bits to it. Yeah, to make it make it genuine. Otherwise, it doesn't appear. Yes, a genuine thing. Even though somebody's voice is like thick with like sincerity and like. Mm, yeah, of course. So. No, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. I thank you so much. Is okay. Isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, you've got me thinking now because I say thank you a lot. I hope people don't just think I'm being a bit just just don't saying you think it for the that sake it's of saying become it. the nature, isn't it? But it's a sort of um, routine thing to have mm. a conversation and just saying thank you. If somebody opens the door for you, mm. um, or, or whatever, you yeah, know, little gesture. 
that's the way we are, and that's the society, isn't it? But the actual compliment would be to go a bit extra, mm. put some effort into it. Where's the cut-off point for opening a door for someone? Like, in terms of steps, if they're about five seconds away from you, would you, no. would you leave the door open? What if they're ten seconds away from you? And have you ever been in a situation where you've opened a door for someone... And they've got the taking the sweet time getting in, <laughs> and you are thinking, I shouldn't have opened this door. I look like a right melon now. You have to time how long the door takes to shut and coincide that with how long it'll take them to get to yeah. the door. Or, right, okay, yeah, that's yeah. a good call. No, that is it. That's yeah. it. If it's a slow swinging door with a slow jam, what do they call them? What do they call those levers at the top of the doors? Uh, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. If it's a door that closes gradually, yeah. Then, yeah. They can, then they can be further away before, um, before you leave the door up. Essentially, what you don't want is to coincide them walking towards the door and slamming, like slamming in the face, yeah. Whereas I go above and beyond, so I'll think, oh, there's someone right at the end of the corridor, I'll ho- open the door and leave it open, no. and yeah. I'm going to be there for ages. Now, my stance would be that if you can see someone and they, you think they're going to, and you can say, are you coming this way or something like that, yeah. you can always delay a bit of time that way yeah. as well. And then they will hurry up as well. Yeah, I think, yeah, you know, because I always hurry up for an open door. Yes, the door yeah. open for me, I'll hurry up. But then also at the same time, what if there's a line of people coming through? When's the point to let go of the door and think, okay, I've held it for you, all four of you now, I need to get going. You could tell I work in a school, yeah. don't yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like there's always, you know, lunchtime or like break time when there's a whole load of people walking mm. past and you're like, I can't really close the door. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you don't have people opening doors. For you, well, for you, I know, yes. Yeah, like, what's, what's the etiquette with uh, teachers? No, the kids are lovely. Yeah. They are really nice when it comes to opening doors. I get this one, though, where where one kid opens one door, it's mm. double door, one kid opens one door and the other kid opens the other door. <laughs> what are you trying to say? I don't need a double door open for me. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. very paranoid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, unexpected things, unexpected pleasures... Little victories, little wins. Yeah. We all need them. But I think the message is that if you do want them, if you're greedy for them, be prepared to be the donator, the donor oh, yes, as yes. well. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's very true because you um, making somebody else's day happy is the best mm. thing you can do. Yeah. Have you ever come across something or person where somebody needs a help? Or um, because I got into trouble for that, I'll tell you that. Um, or uh, for instance uh, if somebody's having a heart attack I wouldn't even know what to do other than perhaps ring 99 and just faff around but saving somebody's life would be I think ultimate isn't it oh god yeah, yeah. yeah. but you have to be fortunate enough unfortunate for them but uh, you know fortunate for you to be there yeah but the story I was going to tell you I was uh, again uh, on the road somewhere walking and I saw a couple arguing uh, a, a boy and a girl they weren't that old probably about their 20s mid 20s yeah and I for some reason normally you just walk away don't you think it's a domestic going on but mm. for some reason I thought this guy was going to hit the girl right yeah. so I just approached and said what the hell are you doing sort of thing yeah and all of a sudden the, they almost both turned on me so what the hell has got to do with you both really turned yeah. both have turned on me so you've got to be able to careful, yeah, isn't it? What you have to think about there, though, Dad, is that their mutual disdain for you 
help them to grow as a couple and become <laughs> friends. <laughs> so you yeah. became their enemy yes. and their source of anger. So you yeah. actually did do them a favour with yeah. regards yeah. to that. It's almost yeah. like my enemy's enemy is my friend. So yeah, you, you brought so, yeah. them closer together. I think you did. But I felt so bad afterward. No. Nah. You did the right thing in that situation. <laughs> mm. Taking a beating from a Jeremy Carlesque couple. <laughs> <laughs> You, you're doing yeah. your part for society. Yeah. yeah, it it actually happened a couple of times. Mm. I had this because once me, myself, and my brother were running. We were jogging. Yeah, and we saw this guy <laughs> again. Funny, being chased on a bike. Yeah, this guy was on the bike, and the other one was chased. Oh, the other way around. I think the guy was on the bike, and as he approached, he said, "Stop him! Stop him! He stole something." As he approached to us, I just put my um, hand in there to uh, make him trip. Uh, your and hand in what, sorry? In his way, the bike was... Oh, in the bike as well, okay, right, yeah. And yeah. obviously, <laughs> he just came off the bike and he just launched on me. He didn't hit me or anything. He just asked me and fine. Oh, and what happened to you then? What happened? Oh, we just ran off. We, just, we were running, we were running yeah. quite fast. So they couldn't have caught us. But, but that, you did prevent that guy from riding off on a stolen bike, didn't you? Either it was a stolen bike or they had some sort of argument. I think right, they were okay. mates anyway. Do yeah. you know how this happened? But it, I just reacted subconsciously to the mm. guy who said, stop him, stop him. Yeah. And I thought, oh, perhaps we should. And just sort of without even thinking, I just put my hand in front of him, we, trip him over. Were you with Uncle Ed? <laughs> yeah. What did he say? He just laughed his head off. <laughs> did he? He carried on running. Yeah, he wouldn't yeah. care. He'd yeah. start, he wouldn't run. What I didn't realise was the guy was going, no, not him. <laughs> <laughs> the other guy, yeah. <laughs> not the vicar, no. <laughs> <laughs> I am naive. I am. Super Sid, honestly. Oh, yeah. Dad, Dad gets into all of these vigilante I, yeah. roles, don't you? Yeah. That's good. I wish I had that more about me. I don't think I've been in a situation where I could do that. Mm. I don't know how I'd react if I was in that situation. Yeah, flight or... Uh, yeah, flight flight. I think in my case it's a, it's a combination of stupidity and um, perhaps, oh, you know, the first reaction yeah. without yeah. thinking. But that is your natural reaction, mm. so that's good. I don't think everyone's got that natural reaction. Um, I just wanted to mention two two things, uh, and then I'm putting this conversation to bed for myself. Okay. Uh, financially, two two things that make me happy or have made me happy is you know like trolleys. When you find a pound in the trolley, <laughs> yeah. you get so happy when you find a trolley <laughs> yes, that's yeah. got an extra pound in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I lose the pound soon afterwards, mm-hmm. but also remember that that yeah, there were about two three years where I got tax rebates. Oh, yeah. And it was when I used to live here. <laughs> and me and you, both on our letters, our Inland Revenue letters, it comes up as M. Siddiqui, M. Siddiqui doesn't it? Because that's yeah. Mohammed. So, Dad always opened my tax rebate letter. Well, no, I think you thought it was Mohammed Yeah, Siddiqui, Siddiqui. you got really excited and thinking, yeah, I've got a tax rebate. I go, sorry, Dad, that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> and so that happened for about two or three yes. years, two or three times, and mm. I kept getting it. It must have been like whatever job. Mm. And then I moved out. And then Dad got a letter from the Inland Revenue thinking, yes, tax rebate, I'm going to get some money back. Finally. Did you get money back? No, they wanted some money from me. <laughs> I remember, you were so upset then as well. Yeah. They told me I was um, underpaid. I, I underpaid tax by about £9,000. Yeah. So £9,000. Bloody hell. So the Inland Revenue makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but money always somehow either makes you happy or makes you happy. Again, I remember in my poor days, I used to walk to uni, yeah, Caddleston yeah. Road, all the way, and uh, it was all right. I never mind. In the morning, sometimes yeah. it was all right. And one day, I was walking uh, on the near the bus stop, and I just found uh, they were one pound 
Mm. And then I went a bit further. There was another pound. And as I could see, there was a bit of a trail of money. Yeah. Wow. One pound, one pound, then some chain. And then further down, there was a fiver. And then uh, that was it. So what happened, I think, during the night, somebody came out of the bus mm. and they must have dropped it in that way. Either they just had a hole in the pocket. Yeah, wow. Oh, oh, that was my brilliant day. I, I picked all the child, walked to the uni, and that day I had a proper meal oh. because I afforded it. And then on the way back, mm. I even rode in the bus. I actually sat on the top deck. Oh, yes. that's a really <laughs> story, that is, yeah. That's like a Charlie and the Golden Ticket. Like. Yeah, yeah, it is, isn't it? That's a picture, that is. And then for months afterwards, I, I kept looking at that bus stop, but there's nothing ever out there. Else there, yeah. But those are very, very early days, you know, very... Yeah. I was youngish. It's weird that they were dropped in increasing denomination as well. Yeah. So your sense of, like, happiness, like, yeah. increased... Yeah. Increased as you mentioned, yeah. You think, God, if I just keep on walking, walking, I'll walking, be a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> By the time I reach the end of the street. I was worried that story was going to go into a more sinister angle. Like, Dad's like following a trail of money and then end yeah. up in a cage or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, money always makes you happy. The unexpected. Unexpected, you know, unexpected money, yeah. yeah. Unexpected money. Anything unexpected. Like for me, it's always the you know, vending machines. <laughs> They're the bane of most people's lives. Yeah. But when the vending machine works in your favour... And two packets of <laughs> two packets of McCoy's drop instead of one. Yeah. But you know because the previous poor poor bastard. Yeah, he got stuck. He for got him. stuck. For him. Yeah, 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 definitely. Exactly. So that's the other thing you have to bear in mind. When something good happens for somebody, it's usually the result of something bad. Mm. I mean, your tax rebate thing. Yeah, yeah. got dad brilliantly. Yeah, that's yeah. a prime example of that, isn't it? Really? That's true. And that money, that me finding money, uh, it's somebody's obviously it's brought you up. Yeah. As long as you give back as well. So next time you're out. Just put a little hole in your pocket and let <laughs> yeah. money just drop out. That's well, fine. No, I, these days I can afford to pay charity, so that's all right. Yeah. And then the universe is balanced again. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Well, thanks for that. Thanks for... Uh, that was quite... That, that made me happy. That made me happy, yeah. Me happy as well. Yeah. It's, it brought some memories back, actually. Yes. I didn't know they were in subconscious as they yeah, were, but absolutely. when you start talking, they come out. So. Mm-hmm. Another thing that makes me happy is all the lovely um, feedback we're getting on iTunes. So please do keep reviewing and rating us. Uh, Positive ratings would be much better than negative ones. Um, And as always, if you've got any tips on what we could do a little bit better, then do let us know. But until next time, everyone, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.